What are some of the key things operating partners can do to help create value and ensure alignment at the pre-deal stage? In December, I sat down in Singapore with four GPs from EQT, Pimira, Riverside and Newquest Capital Partners for PEI's Operating Partners Forum Asia to discuss this very topic. I'm Adam Lay, News Editor for Private Equity International, and welcome to Spotlight. Our panel looked at the role of the operating partner in the pre-deal stage. Specifically, what roles should the operating team play in due diligence? Are there any benefits from throwing them in the deep end post-acquisition? Does getting the operating team involved in the pre-deal stage give the fund a competitive advantage as a buyer? Brian Bunker, a managing director at Riverside based in Hong Kong, recounted some horror stories about due diligence experiences he's had in his time. He here is talking about a window manufacturer he once conducted due diligence on. We're looking at a, uh, a company about two hours outside of Shanghai in windows. So I arrived at the, uh, the factory um, to see a cordon of, uh, of Chinese police. And inside the uh, cordon of Chinese police, there was a cordon of very irate uh, demonstrators. So I naturally thought, oh, there's problems here with uh, staff, uh, bonuses, etc. Uh, so I uh, asked uh, one of the senior policemen what was going on. And he said, uh, oh, no, they're not staff. The staff are all inside. These are very irate suppliers who haven't been paid because the company is bankrupt. And that was kind of the end of the due diligence. <laughs> Here's Bunker again on the importance of conducting proper due diligence at the pre-deal stage. We've been negotiating with a uh, Chinese private equity group and we went up once again to northern China to do a due diligence I, which I was leading. I had the, uh, the lawyers there, guys from ESG, the accountants, um, so we all rocked up on the Sunday night. Monday morning, present ourselves at the factory to find zero cooperation. The private equity group had forgotten to mention to their employees that they were about to be sold, whereupon the employees went on strike until they managed to negotiate a, uh, a success bonus. So it just uh, points out the importance of uh, boots on the ground and actually going and checking it out for yourself. Shane Lauf, a Hong Kong-based principal at Pamira, said he's been through plenty of examples where he could thank fate before signing on the dotted line, so to speak. According to him, effective use of the sign-to-close period is key. In a carve-out from a large conglomerate or a family business, one helpful signal as to the quality of the relationship a GP is going to have with a management team is whether the team is ready to get started on a value creation plan early, something that can help with IRR. Investment we made in Hong Kong uh, is, is Tricor. They do uh, corporate services and so on. That was a carve-out from the Bank of East Asia, which was a reasonably significant sign-to-close period. I think it was about six or seven months. But because of that sense of partnership and I think also clarity, we had built with management around what we wanted to be doing with the business, pushing further integration, uh, strengthening the go-to-market, bringing in some professionalisation around their commercial approach and so on. Those are clearly stuck in management's mind as good things to just go get done now and ultimately meant that sort of once, once we had our closing ceremony, we were actually on to our second round of the 100-day plan. Of course, an operating partner can do as much due diligence as they like during the pre-deal stage, but if the management team isn't on the same page as to the exit plan down the road, a GP is going to run into trouble. Sachin Candlewell, a Mumbai-based managing director at direct secondaries firm Newquest, says whether you're buying a minority or controlling stake in a company, it's helpful to be fully aligned with residual shareholders or management on what an exit plan is going to look like, even before closing a deal. Here's Candlewell on a particular deal that didn't turn out as expected. 
in one of the deals, like everything went through, but the promoter was who was going to uh, hold a minority stake, but he's going to be running the firm because we never want to be the one who can come come in and run the firm. He had a very different vision of the exit where he wanted to take the company to IPO, and from all that, it looked like the company would take at least seven to eight years to get to IPO, while our hold period is lower than that. And uh, it finally meant that the promoter was so 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 keen on an IPO as, as versus let's say selling out to a strategic or getting another financial investor uh, that meant that we had to drop the deal. So big learning there was uh, you know before investing too much into due diligence processes and you know paying all our advisors and so on it's always good to just do a quick check of our at the promoter or if there are you know fellow sort of shareholders who might be other uh, funds are their interests aligned in terms of how they're looking to exit at what valuation in what time frame in other words getting the principal alignment with co-investors or with the management team is critical at the pre-deal stage so what's the best advice for any gps who don't have operating partner capabilities what about those who do but find themselves working with difficult management teams for eqt's takwai chung Access to networks of industry experts is not the problem. What is crucial is when you engage an expert advisor to figure out their alignment of interest. Is the person looking for just a daily consulting fee, or is it more about the equity story, and is this person looking to gain exposure to upside alongside you? Riverside's Bunker ended the panel with this important nugget of advice as to how operating partners should interact with deal teams at the pre-deal stage. Integrate the operating partner with the deal team, which is what we do. Engage him early on in the due diligence, and then uh, heavily engaged in monitoring performance on a monthly and quarterly basis. In other words, getting operations-focused partners involved as early and as thoroughly as possible is key to having an edge. That's all for today. If you want to hear more episodes, you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and PEI's various titles online. For Private Equity International, I'm Adam Lay. Thanks for listening.